Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 1 Chronicles chapter 17 After David was settled in his palace, he said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am, living in a house of cedar, while the ark of the covenant of the Lord is under a tent. Nathan replied to David, Whatever you have in mind, do it, for God is with you. But that night the word of God came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord says. You are not the one to build me a house to dwell in. I have not dwelt in a house from the day that I brought Israel up out of Egypt until this day. I have moved from one tent site to another, from one dwelling place to another. Wherever I have moved with all of the Israelites, did I ever say to any of their leaders whom I commanded to shepherd my people, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now then, tell my servant David, This is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the pasture, from tending the flock, and I appointed you ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have cut off all of your enemies from before you. Now I will make your name like the names of the greatest men on earth, and I will provide a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did at the beginning, and have done ever since that time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also subdue all of your enemies. I declare to you that the Lord will build a house for you. When your days are over and you go to be with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, one of your own sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for me, and I will establish his throne forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. I will never take my love away from him, as I took it away from your predecessor. I will set him over my house and over my kingdom forever. His throne will be established forever. Nathan reported to David all the words of this entire revelation. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, Lord God, and what is my family that you have brought me this far? And as if this were not enough in your sight, my God, you have spoken about the future of the house of your servant. You, Lord God, have looked on me as though I were the most exalted of men. What more can David say to you for honoring your servant? For you know your servant. Lord, for the sake of your servant and according to your will, you have done this great thing, and you have made known all of these great promises. There is no one like you, Lord, and there is no God but you, as we have heard with our own ears. And who is like your people Israel, the one nation on earth, whose God went out to redeem a people for himself, and to make a name for yourself, and to perform great and awesome wonders by driving out nations from before your people, who you redeemed from Egypt. You made your people Israel your very own forever, and you, Lord, have become their God. And now, Lord, let the promise you have made concerning your servant and his house be established forever. Do as you promised, so that it will be established, and that your name will be great forever. Then people will say, The Lord Almighty, the God over Israel, is Israel's God, and the house of your servant David will be established before you. You, my God, have revealed to your servant that you will build a house for him, 
So your servant has found courage to pray to you. You, Lord, are God. You have promised these good things to your servant. Now you have been pleased to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever in your sight. For you, Lord, have blessed it, and it will be blessed forever. And so, friends, this chapter 17 of Chronicles is the parallel to 2 Samuel chapter 7. Now, the two together comprise the same information. These two chapters are among the most important chapters in the Bible, because this is the chapter, essentially, where David is promised that the Messiah will come through his lineage, the one who is ultimately destined to rule Israel forever, will come through the house of David. And so this is referred to as the Davidic covenant, and it is that and very, very important to both the faith of the Jewish people and the faith of all Christian people. So in verse 1, we read, David was settled in his palace. He said to Nathan the prophet, I'm living in a wooden house, and the ark of God, the ark of the covenant of the Lord, is under a tent, and implying that this is, uh, this is not a good situation. I'm living better than God is. So Nathan replied to David, you know, just whatever you got in mind to do it, because God always blesses what you want to do. But that night, immediately, a corrective prophetic word came to Nathan saying, wait a minute, Nathan, you told David to proceed with this too quick. Verse 4 says, go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord says. You are not the one to build me a house to dwell in. I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought Israel up out of Egypt until this day. I've moved from one tent site to another, from one dwelling place to another. Wherever I have moved with all the Israelites, did I ever say to any of their leaders whom I commanded to shepherd my people, why have you not built me a house of cedar? In other words, the Lord was almost sounding like he was stunned while he brings this word to Nathan. First, um, specifically, David, you're not the guy to build the temple. But more importantly, did I ever ask anybody to build me a house? Did I ever ask anybody to build me something more permanent than what has previously existed? And so the Lord was deeply moved. This is my opinion, but the scriptures bear me out. The Lord was deeply moved with David's heart toward him. David, um, a man with a heart after God. And so the Lord responds with tremendous blessing and favor on David. In verse 9, he says, I will provide a place for my people Israel. You want to build me a house? I'm going to build a house for my people Israel. And I will plant them so that they can have a home of their own. So that's the first promise. And then he goes on to say, David, I'm going to make you famous among all the earth. I'm going to subdue all your enemies. I declare to you that the Lord will build a house for you. Now, this house of David is the Davidic lineage of the Messiah. So I'm declaring to you, Yahweh says, I'm going to build you a house. And then he goes on to say that your descendant will build the permanent house of the Lord. The Lord will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build me a house for me, the Lord says in verse 12. And then he goes on to make permanent promises. He says, I will establish his throne forever. Now that can be said of no earthly king. In verse 13, he says, I will be his father, and he will be my son, and I will never take my love away from him. Verse 14, I will set him over my house and over my kingdom forever. So there's that forever promise again. His throne will be established forever. So the third time, the Lord makes this a permanent rule and reign. And so the New Testament quotes from this promise, this Davidic covenant, referring to Jesus. In Acts chapter 2, verse 29, we read, 
that Luke wrote these words, Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. But he was a prophet, and he knew that God had promised him on an oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Now, this is Peter's sermon, famous sermon from the day of Pentecost. And, of course, David prophesied it, or it was prophesied to David. But the man he was talking about was this Jesus who had just been crucified and resurrected. David goes on with an incredibly humble response to God's great promises. Over and over again, he refers to himself as the Lord's servant and basically says, who is he to deserve such favor from Almighty God? At verse 25, you, my God, have revealed to your servant that you will build a house for him. So your servant has found courage to pray to you. You, Lord, are God. You have promised these great things to your servant. Now you've been pleased to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever in your sight. For you, Lord, have blessed it, and it will be blessed forever. Friends, David responded humbly, but with faith. He said, Lord, I I receive all of these precious promises, and although they seem far too wonderful for me, I thank you as your servant. I receive them. I believe you. I trust you. I thank you for your blessing. I thank you for what's being prophesied to me, that the Messiah will come through me and and much, much more. Now, friends, we need to be like David and respond humbly to God's great promises. The Bible is full of what many have called precious promises. We need to look at the precious promises in Scripture and say, like David, Lord, I'm your servant. You have revealed your will to me through these words. Lord, I receive your will. Even though it seems too wonderful for me, you've given me the courage to pray to you and say, Lord, as your servant, I first thank you for your mercy, your grace, your salvation. But Lord, your word says you've been pleased to bless me and that your blessings will continue forever. Lord, let that be so in my life. Lord, let every reality of your word come to pass experientially in my life. May my life be an expression of your promises in the earth. And in the fullness of time, Lord, I ask that you would bless my house and all of my descendants permanently, forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.